Yes, this is Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz. You're with me, Natasha. With me is Mankaran. As we dive into the holiday season and its indulgences, we ask ourselves, do we indulge or do we let go? And to answer this question, we have on the show this morning, Stephanie Dang. She's a registered dietitian and co-founder of Kaya Health Center. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's interesting that I did see the article on City News and I said I have to have you on the show to, you know, kind of just get things into perspective. <laughs> uh, we are kind of flooded with invitations to Christmas dinners, year-end parties, and I'm feeling a lot of pressure, Stephanie. Yeah, you know, you're not alone. I think this is the one time of the year that we have a very all-or-nothing mentality with food, right? I think it's very common to think, oh, December, this is when all the holidays are happening and um, feel almost chaotic with food, and then come January, you know, we have to go on a diet. And I think that way of thinking is getting outdated, and it's not healthy for our mental health, our physical health. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk uh, to you about that today. And you're right, Stephanie, as we kind of approach the end of the year, we're like, oh, my God, we've got to fit into that LBD. We've got to fit into that outfit. But at the same time, it's winter. You feel that you're going to hibernate like a bear. So why not indulge? And then come summer, (laughs) we're trying to get into that summer board. So what Mm -hmm. should be really our mindset as we go into the festive season? Yeah, it's a great question. I think a good mindset is to remember to be kind to yourself, but year-round, right? And that goes from January until December. There's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. Um, And I think come the holidays, there's a lot of family events and social events and, you know, the dreaded diet talk at the dinner table or people commenting on, you know, how your body has changed over the last year. So it's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. And I think just approaching the holidays with compassion and, Um, telling yourself that you're so much more than just a number on the scale can be really, really helpful. I like how you've bought in, you know, that we need to be kind to ourselves. And body positivity is such a huge issue. And it just doesn't plague the younger generations. It plagues Mm -hmm. everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think body positivity is this, I mean, if it, it works for some people and that's amazing, but I sometimes think that it often puts this unrealistic expectation on us too. Like, it's normal and it's okay not to love how your body looks all the time, but maybe just appreciate the things that your body does, right? I think being grateful for being able to get out of bed in the morning and um, maybe going for a walk around the block with your dog and those types of things. And I think putting that pressure on ourselves also to say, I have to love how my body looks 100% of the time is also may not be good for our mental health either. So putting just really realistic, um, you know, expectations on ourselves, not putting too much pressure on um, let's focus on things other than how much I weigh and what my body looks like this year um, and to use that mentality to set yourself up for January, right? Like maybe um, the New Year's resolutions, if in the past it has always been about losing weight for you, maybe choosing some new sort of health-related goals, right? Maybe increasing vegetables in your diet or adding mindful movement or, you know, drinking more water, those those types of things, right? Oh, yeah, the impending New Year resolution. You reminded me yeah. about that. <laughs> now, yeah. now, now, Stephanie, I know people must be asking you this question. What should we avoid when we go for these parties? So what is your answer to that? Great question. Um, I personally think less so focusing on what to avoid, but thinking about how to set yourself up for that holiday dinner. So let's say, for example, maybe somebody often thinks, well, I should eat a really light lunch and then maybe skip my snack because I know that I'm going to eat a lot later on tonight. 
that all that does is it really sets you up to overeat that night, right? If our bodies don't eat enough during the day, our brains are really smart and our bodies are really smart and they tell us to go search for usually an excess of food later on that day. And so perhaps one thing that you can try is making sure, you know, you do have a good breakfast and a good lunch and a good, you know, a couple snacks throughout the day so that you're not going into that holiday dinner feeling so ravenous and starving and, um, you know, feeling like you can't focus on anything else at that dinner other than food. And you'll feel a little bit more maybe stable, a little bit more level-headed. Um, you can focus on friends and family during that holiday dinner while also enjoying food. But, you know, the food isn't the one single thing that, that your mind is focused on the whole night. Oh, my God, Stephanie, you've actually spoken to my soul because I can be <laughs> guilty of doing that. But there must be something called making the right choices as to what comes onto your plate. So is there something that I can be smart about when I'm talking about eating at, say, this uh, end of the year party or at a dinner, Christmas dinner? Yeah, you know, I think in general, you know, making sure that there's some sort of fibers, whether that's vegetables or like whole grains or legumes, like beans, chickpeas, those types of things. Um, maybe some sort of protein, maybe um, a carbohydrate, uh, but also remembering that food is so much more than just, you know, numbers and um, nutrients. Like, it provides a lot of joy, and especially on the holidays, there's a lot of cultural and emotional and, you know, social aspects to it. And so also remembering, don't put, you don't have to put restrictions on what you're eating over the holidays. Um, choose things that you enjoy, but I do think making sure that you're eating enough during the day, right, having, like we just said, a good breakfast and lunch and snack, um, leading up to that dinner, so you're feeling like you're ready to make um, those good choices that feel good for you, um, that can be really, really helpful too. Now, Stephanie, you know what? Uh, we have uh, in the Indian food uh, scenario a lot of mm-hmm. indulgent foods. So it has ghee, it has sugar, mm-hmm. it has oil. Yeah. We f- love our fried stuff, whether it's apuris or chole bature or the rush gullas, the gulab jamun. So how do we manage that? Yeah, and you know what? Kind of the same mentality of, you know, these types of foods bring a lot of joy, right? And yes, so it making does. sure that you're giving yourself time to enjoy them. One thing that I often say, so, um, you know, let's say, let's take um, any sort of Christmas or holiday dessert um, that maybe your family really enjoys once a year. If we only let ourselves have that once a year, it totally makes sense that we feel maybe a little bit out of control or chaotic around that food once a year. But, you know, I promise you that if you had that food every single week for 52 weeks of the year, by the time the holidays came around, you wouldn't feel as, you know, intensely drawn to that food anymore because maybe you might be almost a little bit sick of it. (laughs) Like you've been allowing yourself to have it the whole year. So when it comes to these types of foods too, like almost think about, okay, how can I set myself up for 2024? Maybe you make those types of things, you know, multiple times of the year um, so that you're not feeling so all or nothing with that food um, during this one month of the year. And talking about those indulgent foods, my approach to it is that if I get that tiramisu cake, I'm going to enjoy it slowly. Mm-hmm. Take time with it, right? And yeah, then kind of yeah. hopefully not go into that guilt trip after finishing that tiramisu cake. Yeah, it's. You know, if eating slowly, you know, feels good for you, I think that's important to do. But at the same time, like, we can't really trick our bodies. Our bodies know exactly what we're eating, you know. (laughs) It doesn't matter how slow or how fast we're eating it. So, um, you know, I think if eating slow really helps you savor the taste and um, lets you really enjoy it, I think that's fantastic. But 
Um, you know, if you also really enjoy eating something fast and that feels really good for you, that's also okay. <laughs> would it would it make sense if I kind of take smaller bites of things, like maybe a smaller treat, and then kind of feel less guilty rather than going for a bigger slice? Hmm. I think I have kind of like two different points to that. So number one, you know, kind of with the eating fast versus slow. Our bodies are really smart. I promise you that it knows that you're taking two small bites instead of one large bite, right? So it's, it's, it doesn't make a large difference, I don't think. And number two, I think really addressing that overarching um, kind of guilt uh, that you're feeling. So, you know, really checking in with yourself and asking, you know, why do I feel so guilty after eating this food? Or why do I feel a lot of like stress or shame the day after, um, you know, indulging at a holiday dinner? Because a lot of the times, you know, it comes down to the pressure that society and diet culture puts on us to look a certain way and to eat a certain way. And um, I think there's a lot of kind of like, quote unquote, clean eating that gets pushed onto us. Like, oh, you have to eat healthy and you have to fix your diet in January. There's maybe nothing wrong with your diet, right? It's just about like finding moderation in different places. Oh, my God, you've brought my heart into the right place this morning, Stephanie. Thank you so much. But before I let you go, I know you're the co-founder of Kaya Health Center. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, great question. So Kaya Health Center is so a C-A-Y-A. It stands for Come As You Are Health Center. We are a medical and multidisciplinary health clinic in Vancouver, B.C., um, and we provide comprehensive care to all women, trans, and non-binary folks. And so what our services include is we have medical doctors and public floor physios and physios and massage and counselors and dietitians sort of all in one place because I don't know I think it's sort of the gold standard of care in the hospital right you go into the hospital you have a team of you know doctors and dietitians and you know an entire allied health team but it's really hard to find that model in the community where you have medical doctors and all of those allied health professionals all in one place so um, yeah we're located right on Cambion 12th in Vancouver and I know benefit season is here too, and so if you're struggling in the holidays with either mental health or physical health, um, yeah, I think it's so important to use those extended health insurance benefits and and get the help that you you know that you deserve. I love this. Come as you are, and uh, thank you for yeah. bringing this body positivity and this really warm uh, approach to dieting and you know the pressures that come along with it. It was a pleasure talking to you this morning, Stephanie. Really. Oh, it's my pleasure as well. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful festive season. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.